This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome back. Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Mo Moten along with Scott Branson. We are here talking Raiders football. We talked a lot about Jimmy G in the first. And yes, we both were not in favor of the Raiders signing Jimmy G. Just to make it clear, uh, the contract is friendly for the team, though. So there's that. You can take that away from it. And hopefully uh, they're able to draft a young quarterback. We'll talk about that later as too. All right, Mo, we look at the Raiders and the rest of free agency as we move into day two, we've seen some guys that, that we've thought that they should uh, compete, especially you wrote a column up on Sports Not. I think it was with 15 free agents the Raiders should sign. One of them, Jesse Bates, from the safety from Cincinnati, who I thought should have been high on their radar. Guess what? Atlanta comes in, swoops him away, so he's gone. Jordan Poyer, of course, from Buffalo, still out there. He has not signed yet. Uh, he's a guy they could target. When you look at that safety position outside of Marcus Epps, which we're not real overly excited about either, who else left out there? I mean, the Raiders, I think, either cornerback or safety. It could be one or the other. The safeties in the NFL draft this year are not – it's not a deep class. In fact, it's a pretty poor class where at cornerback it's much better. Uh, when you look at the situation with with free agents, are you, is that what you're expecting? Are you expecting one of these safeties to get to Vegas here in the next day or so? Well, Poyer has been connected to the Las Vegas Raiders ever since he got on. I forgot which show he got on, but he said he wanted to go somewhere that was, you know, tax-free, nice weather. And people said, oh, got to be Las Vegas, right? So we'll see about that. I, I, again, a lot of outlets have connected him to the Raiders. I don't know. Raiders kind of like their older safeties. They did sign Deron Harmon last year, who I believe is 32 years old. So Poyer is, is about that age, 31, 32. So I can see that being a fit. The other guy I will look out for is Ch- Chauncey Garner-Johnson or C.J. Ah, Garner-Johnson. C.J. That's a guy I like from the Eagles because he played a lot of safety last year. He was mostly a slot with the New Orleans Saints for his first three years, and then the Saints traded him to the Eagles. And he pretty much blew up at this free safety position. He had he led the league with six interceptions with three other players. So the Raiders need a ball hawk. They were last in turnovers last year with only 13, I believe, or tied for last in turnovers with 13. And they only had six interceptions. So they need someone who's going to force some turnovers and take the ball away, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson can do that. So those are the two guys that I'm looking at the safety position. Yeah, no, good stuff. And I think that that's – I mean, the safety position, again, you can't I, you cannot address it – uh, with where they're going to pick in the draft, I don't think they're going to address it in the first two rounds, which uh, kind of goes uh, by the wayside there. You also look at cornerbacks. Some of the guys you mentioned, one, of course, is a trade. So the rumor has been that Darius Slay is available. Is Darius Slay, I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey's gone to Miami. A lot of Raider fans were upset about that. And you brought up a good point I did as well, which was, Everybody's like, oh, that's all it costs. But no, Jalen Ramsey wants a new contract. So you're taking on a guy, and yes, you the, the the compensation back as far as picks or players go might not have been that great. And Raider fans look at that and say, why didn't the Raiders do that? The issue is he wants more money. He's not happy with his current contract. The other thing is I believe he wanted to go to Miami. So it's nothing you yeah. can really do if a player wants to go to specific destinations and they want a new deal. 
See, I think what a lot of people forget is that you may want a player, but that player may not want to go to your team. That that player may not have your team on their preferred destinations list. And again, he wanted to go to Miami. Miami is going to give him, I, I believe, three years fully guaranteed. So they it were, I think they were two years that he had, and then he added on $25 million guarantee on a third year. So you got to understand that I don't think the Rays were going to be willing to pay him that type of contract. Now, I will say I would call the Eagles about Darius Slade because if Jalen Ramsey went for a third, if Darius Slade wants to play for the Raiders, maybe the Raiders can get a discount on Darius Slade as well. But you also got to remember Darius Slade is 32 years old, so you're not going to pay yeah. a whole lot of money for Darius Slade. So the price should come down on him because of his age. But the, the thing, the tricky thing you have to keep in mind with the Eagles and Darius Slade's contract is that the Eagles will save more money if they trade them after June 1. So if they use if they trade them and designate it as a post-June 1 trade, they would save about 17 or more million. But if they trade him before June 1, it would be like $3.7 million saved. So the Eagles, for them, it doesn't help them much to trade him after June 1 unless they just really need the draft capital that bad. So if the Raiders don't trade or if no team trades for Darius Slade before June 1, I would still look out for him after the draft because there's a possibility he could be traded during the summer. And if I'm the Raiders, I would circle back. Even if they do draft the cornerback early, I would circle back and ask about Darius Slade because, again, right now it's Nate Hobbs and Amik Robertson and Brendan Faisal, which is not an impressive group. Another guy you mentioned, Mo, was James Bradbury of the Eagles uh, yep. at cornerback. That's one of the names that I really like, and I think he's one of those guys available – that to me uh, would be in their market and would be somebody they would be in on. Of course, we haven't heard that yet, but tell us about Bradbury, why he fits well with Patrick Graham's system. Well, first of all, he had a Pro Bowl year. He had his only Pro Bowl year under Patrick Graham in New York. He had one of his best years. Now, he was a second-team All-Pro this past season. People will scoff at the penalty he had in the Super Bowl, but that was one mistake. He had a really, He had a great year last year, so... Not only has he been consistent, but he knows Patrick Graham's system, and he was a, a good player in under Patrick Graham. So I feel like the Raiders should have signed him last offseason when the Giants let him go. The Eagles swooped him up, and it worked out for them. Yeah. Now you're hearing that they could they could be interested in him again. I think it still makes sense because he's still playing at a high level. Add on James Bradbury. Now it's going to cost you more than $7 million, which is what the Eagles paid for him this past year. But I think he's still a, a, a solid, significant upgrade. Even if you bring back a Rocky Sin, I think James Bradbury is the upgrade over Rocky Sin. Yeah, no question. Um, and looking at the rest of the the needs they have here, I mean, one of the things we talked about, the defensive line, of course, all those Raider fans mm – -hmm. Of course, Javon Hargrave. Oh, got to go get him. Got to go to him. And, of course, San Francisco yeah. sweeps in, gives him the money, and that San Francisco defense just ridiculous up front. I mean, just got more ridiculous. Uh, it doesn't seem fair. Uh, but there are guys like Draymond Jones still out there. There are options for the Raiders here. Mo, they have to, have to. Everybody's still focused on the offensive line. When I was arguing this week that, as yes, can they use upgrades on the offensive line? Absolutely. But – they're not. I don't think people are giving credit enough to Jermaine Illuminor and some of the other guys who really did get better as the year went on. I'm not saying that they're a top-line offensive line, but they got better, and I think in some ways the defensive line, especially on the interior, is worse off than the offensive line. Yeah, I agree with you there, and you, you mentioned Javon Hargrave off the board going to the San Francisco 49ers where they're going to have another elite front four. 
Uh, the, the name I watch out for is Dalvin Tomlinson because he's also played under Patrick Graham. Before he went to the Minnesota Vikings, he was with the Giants, so he's familiar with Patrick Graham's defense. Now, he's not the sack go-getter, but he's definitely going to help you in the run defense. The Raiders do need a 3-T, a 3-technique defensive tackle who's going to generate some pressure. Why not bring back Jerry Tillery? I know that's not going to excite a lot of people, but I would just bring him back at a low cost. Not, I mean, it's not a heavy defensive tackle market now that Javon Hargrave is off the market. Now that Jerron Payne has re-signed with the uh, Washington Commanders, he has a huge money extension. So there aren't, there aren't any really needle movers out there. I mentioned Dalvin Tomlinson, but again, he's not really known for his pass rushing ability. So the Raiders may have to go through the draft to get their three-technique defensive tackle. But as far as the offensive line you mentioned, I, I think eventually they get back with Jermaine Luminar. He has that right tackle spot. I, I'm more focused on the guard position. You mentioned that Sports Not article that I wrote. I have a few. I believe I have a few guards on that list, mm-hmm. one of them being Dalton Risner. Uh, I think Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn, you know, he played tackle. He has... He has some position versatility. He played left guard at Georgia on the collegiate level before he went to the NFL. So I think there's some offensive linemen they'll add. I really think they're going to add one or two guards. But as far as the defensive tackle spot, you mentioned Draymond Jones. He uh, he could also be a fit. He's probably the last name that big money deal, but he's going to want, I think he'll command close to $20 million a year. Will the Raiders be willing to pay that? We'll see if, you know where he goes and what he gets. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, again, we mentioned the two at offensive line. It's going to be, I mean, we saw the Denver Broncos. Look what they did. They they bolstered their offensive line, and they had to. I mean, what Russell Wilson went through with McGlinchey and, of course, uh, the kid from Baltimore as well. And and so you saw the what's powers. happening there. And then add Jared Stidham as their backup quarterback. So the division, that was a surprise. it was a very big surprise. And I know a lot of Raider Nation was counting on Jared Stidham to be the starter. This year, that's the one thing I'll say since we're revisiting the quarterback just for a second, which is there were people <laughs> disappointed that it wasn't Jared Stidham and it was Jimmy G and Jared Stidham started one game. Now, I understand the money aspect, but now that we have the numbers, not too bad off. And again, you and I both not excited about Jimmy G as the quarterback or Jimmy Vegas, as I call him now. So we'll see how that all goes. Mo, when you look at I, I, uh, call, line, I call him Jimmy G spot, but <laughs> this is a family show, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when you look at uh, uh, linebackers, Jermaine Pratt, Cincinnati, Bengal, uh, I'm one of those guys. There's not a lot of off-ball linebackers in the draft, by the way, either. There is a couple of good ones, but not not uh, guys that, that necessarily the Raiders are. But you have David Long out there, too, is another guy that a lot of Raider fans talk about. The linebacker position. The linebacking position is not as in demand as what's sort of like the uh, what the running back is on the defense because the position has changed and there's those hybrid spots now. But you look at those two guys, which are two guys that you mentioned in your piece as well, and what's available on the market. Uh, I think that's got to be with Denzel Perryman now gone into free agency. The Raiders got to address the linebacking position, don't they? They absolutely have to. And you mentioned I had David Long Jr. before we went on. He signed with the Dolphins. Oh, there Jermaine you go. Pratt is going back to the Cincinnati Bengals. So that took off See? the two guys that I had my eye on. I have Landon Roberts on the list too as a bargain bin yep. option. The problem with Landon Roberts is he's not a he's not very good in coverage. He's more of a two-down linebacker who can contribute on the blitz. So if you need a guy to hit blitz inside, he's your guy for that because he has the speed. He's about 6'1, 238, quick, but again, can't cover. I don't say can't, but he's he's not a he's a liability in coverage. So the Raiders may have to look at the linebacker position in the draft along with the defensive tackle spot if they don't make any splashes in free agency. 
But I will say that, you know, who who knows? There could be a guy out there that gets traded because on Monday, even before I did my live show, there were guys out there requesting to speak with other teams. Austin Eckler from the Chargers yes, requesting yes. to speak with other teams because he was trying to get a new deal. So every year there is a surprise trade that we don't foresee happening because the guy wants a new contract and the team is not willing to pay him that. So I would just look out for, for trades that could happen. There was a tweet that I put out earlier on Monday, and I said the Raiders should make a call for Patrick Queen. And I yeah. think it's a good – I think it's a it's a realistic uh, possible trade simply because the Ravens acquired Roquan Smith from the Bears, and they gave him a new five-year, $100 million deal. You don't see teams paying two inside linebackers big money contracts. No way. No way. And Eric DaCosta, the general manager of the Ravens, was very noncommittal about Patrick Queen's, Queen's future, which means he's probably not going to resign him on a big money deal, being that they got Roquan Smith. If I'm the Raiders, I'm calling for Patrick Queen because he vastly improved last year under that Raiders defense. Absolutely. All right. We're going to step aside for our final break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the league. We'll talk about as at the time of recording, things are changing so quickly and things are so happening so fast that we may end up talking about things that have already changed by the time you listen to it. That's just the nature of the biz, if you will. Uh, we're not NFL Network. We can't be on the air for 12 hours just waiting for things to happen, like I watched this morning. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but anyway, we'll do, uh, we'll do that when we come back. We'll go through some of that. Where is Aaron Rodgers going to end up? We already have reports that he has been traded. We'll talk about that when we come back, as well as how some of these other movements could affect the Las Vegas Raiders. He is Momotan. I'm Scott Branson. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll be right back.